One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. All right. Keep on rolling, baby. You know what time it is. Donald! Wow. Give it up for the survivor! 
Give it up for my tit bag of medicine. His nurse is keeping him alive tonight. We thought it would be an apt Limp Bizkit resurrection moment for both of us, so Mm -hmm. I hope you like that little throwback. What's not to like about old Fred Durst? I said before I would still fuck him. (laughs) That's That makes one of us. Yeah. (laughs) You're not he's not doing it for you? No, young Fred. Not even old. Old old Fred. Woodstock, zero Woodstock for me. Fred, 99, after he, yes. right before he incites the riot, just like, fuck my face! No, you know? just a quick backstage, yeah. lift up the dress. Yeah. Oh, Fred! And then, <laughs> go out there, go yeah. get him, Fred! Go get him! You got this, Fred. Go! And then, like, seeing the fire <laughs> erupting and being like, okay. Being like, he did that. I fucked that guy. Yeah. Was there one gay person at Woodstock, 1999? Not an out one. No. <laughs> it was not a safe place. I guess Moby, maybe. To live your truth. Moby is Moby was like, gay or is he no, just like... No, but he was like the original, like, I'm straight but also queer. He's his own sexuality. Like, mm-hmm. the next iteration of, like, the LGBTQIA pride flag will um, just have Moby, like, a strip that says that on there. Give it up for Moby. Woo! Guys, thank you so much for yeah, coming guys, out tonight. We're so happy to be in LA. Yes. <laughs> Taking I'm the so, stage. I'm really like, I was, when I first got diagnosed, <laughs> no, when I was in hospital, I was like, is this going to fuck up the show? I was so upset. And then when they were like, you just have to have this little bag with you at all times. Yeah. And, and also sleep with it. And it's I was part like, of you. But I was like, okay, I can still do the show. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. Yeah. The show. Because I live for the show. He lives for the applause, applause, applause. I live to be on set. Yeah. I just love to be on set. I love to be on set. He's like, hi, I'm Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I like can't see. Hello. I know. Wow. It's looking into the wow. void. Some girls and gays. <laughs> God, what's been going on this week? Kind of a lot. Yeah. <laughs> We've got. I was I like, mean, wait, we, what do we do now? No, I'm then so I got... glad that we all were able to brave the waters of the parade of cyclones that have been <laughs> pounding our fucking city up the ass. Yeah, my mom was like, "Did the did the storms get bad where you were? Were there floods?" And I was like. <laughs> Mom, I live in, like, Melrose, Fairfax area. Like, it's fine. I don't live in Montecito. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people rooting for California to just, like, fall into the sea. (laughs) (laughs) Like, low-key. I would love the drama. Yeah, the drama's great. You know I love the drama. I love the drama because I feel like my area is generally just going to be, like, still kicking. Yeah. So... The rest of it can kind of like fall away. I don't want anyone I know or any listeners of the pod <laughs> to be affected by to climate be affected disaster. By, yeah, yeah. The, climate apocalypse. Yeah, God storms. But if things happened and things got dramatic, could be fun. But I no did podcast love, listeners. But you know who has been the most affected by <sighs> the Miss. rains. Well, not just her, but Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah. Old Yellowstone. Old Yellowstone himself. 
I love someone on our Patreon had commented like I didn't realize Kate Blanchett won for Tar. Literally, I don't know what I watched the entire Golden Globes and somehow missed that whole part. And they were like, Miss Blanchett said, "Be well, love." <laughs> and so did Kay Cost. He was well. He was sheltering in place in Santa Barbara. He didn't want to go. He said, "You guys, we're in season five now, and it's too little, too late." You need to catch up to Yellowstone. Yeah. Let's hear some Yellowstone heads in the crowd. Thank you. Thank what if you. Beth Dutton just came on and went, you know what? <laughs> you hear a shotgun blast through the door. Let me guess. <laughs> it hits me in the shoulder. I recover. She's and smoked. Then I- <laughs> you have a bullet in your clavicle. I have like buckshot, just like peppered, kind of across my face and shoulder. But then Beth Dutton strolls. She goes, strolls up the aisle. She walks like this. She goes in the alley. She goes, let me guess. A gay and a girl doing a niche comedy podcast. Let me guess. You're gay. <laughs> <laughs> let me guess. <laughs> she goes, let me guess. Big time gay. <laughs> let me guess. Pseudonymous. <laughs> 24-hour IV. Pick line. You have a bomb. In there. I feel like Kevin Costner has had a pick line in Yellowstone. I He's think been he, through a lot in that I show. think he has a pick line, like, most days. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Don't I, talk about him like that. Yeah. <laughs> don't talk about daddy like that. Don't talk about daddy like no, that. No, but Ellen DeGeneres is probably the most... She's the most affected, but so... But we can all agree. <laughs> First things first. We've got some... Oh, he's skipping. Okay, here we go. You don't need to know what she's saying. No. She's going... Everyone hated me this year, but hey. it's, there's a big rain, and there's look at the stream, and my horses are really upset, and it's just really hard, and like normally there's a river, but now and I'm sad, but like me again, okay, like please just like try and watch another show if I do another one, just tune in. Portia's like standing like just off screen, being like, I thought Portia was filming this. Oh no, <laughs> it's a selfie. Oh. Well, basically, Ellen, (laughs) if you weren't clear on what she was saying, she's reporting live from her grounds. Their property's creek was overflowing, and she and but she wanted to let us know that their horses were being evacuated. Yeah, that was a big drama with Miss DeGeneres. I was curious. I know she and Harry and Meghan are next door neighbors. Or, like, they live, like, on the... Someone's going to be, like, misinformation, Carrie O'Donnell, spreading lies. <laughs> but I think they're, like, truly neighbors and, like, mm-hmm. hang. So I would like to imagine the evacuation with Duchess and Duke and Portia and Elle. evacuate to their L.A. homes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ellen owns, like, every building on the Wilshire Corridor. Like That's when you- what I was, like, when she got canceled and ended her show i was like she can do what she's always wanted to do is just buy real estate in westwood yeah which is what all lesbians do so <laughs> become, landlords become landlords in their later years <laughs> but can you imagine like 
the sprinter van with like Harry and Meghan. Yeah. And like you have to drop who should we drop first? You're in Bel Air, so that's actually closer, and then we'll just head on over to Beverly Hills. H. I hope H is okay this week. H is okay. They'll have a lot of drama to talk about for their next Netflix special. (laughs) The Montecito evacuation. The massive flood. Series two. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And by the way, in case you were, if you weren't clear, this is what we were sort of paying homage when I came out. We just wanted to get in the spirit of maybe kind of hinting at what we're recapping tonight. Yeah. Scroll, scroll, scroll. So this just gives you a little... A little taste. And a mousse-bouche. This was me when I had to get my toenail removed. (laughs) Can we get the volume up on it a little bit? Getting ready for dinner, Vicky tells me she's not feeling very well. Her face turned white. Fuck you, Peggy. You're having an anxiety attack. This is me to carry. Her heart really, really pumping, and it's really, really going fast. You need to get in the bed and relax. No, you need to get in a sleep. I'm really worried for her. She has heart problems. Okay, I get it. My heart is racing with a million brows. It's called an anxiety attack. Vicky doesn't look good. Her color's pale. I'm honestly thinking that Vicky's going to have a heart attack. I think we're going to have to call ambulance. This is great Blair Witch camera work, by the way. Basically, in this moment, (laughs) Kelly's... As if to jog your memory, they went out the night before to they crashed some Icelandic high school reunion, <laughs> and we're clearly like doing bumps of Adderall and like. Yeah, Kelly was like Doctor Feel getting Vicky this whole trip. She was like bringing her up during the day with some Adderall yeah. and bringing her down at night with some Xanax. But Vicky also never slept, so she's literally just like coming down off of a, <laughs> like a speedball, a prescription speedball. And Kelly's whole demeanor is that friend that's like oh, gotten shit. you really fucked up and knows that you might die, but also is like, you're probably fine, but I just want to stay really close in case like anything happens. And then that friend that's also like, wait, am I not okay? Like, am I going to fucking die? <laughs> so they're like dealing with their own mortality while trying to calm this crazy fucking person down and trying to be like, shh, it's okay. It's okay. We're all chill. She just needs to sleep for a while. For real? I'm not going to join unless they say something. Don't let them go in there. We were in there from the beginning. We were in there from the beginning. Stop telling me what to do. I'm not your child. (laughs) Okay, I I get it. I get it. Vicky, do you want one of us to come with you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Why Why is that over her head? Vicky, do you want to sleep? Are you kidding me? Okay. This is Michael Jackson. You're at Hotel Ranga, so hide your face with the robe. <laughs> she just came out with a robe over her head. The pets might take a picture of you. What is going on? What is happening? Vicky. <laughs> Vicky, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, she's fine. Vicky, 
You haven't slept for three days. You guys missed the band that we saw last night. Where'd you go? What'd you do? We went with Frederick and Frederick's DD, and then we went into Look at her eyes. Cold place on the side of the road. You're fine. You're just exhausted. <laughs> her purse. Wait, her purse. You need. Is her eating? Oh. <laughs> 9.30, it's like Midsommar, truly. The best part, too, of this episode is that everyone knows that Vicky's just a drama queen, so no one's really freaking out, except for the one person that has never met her and never known her Peggy. to be. And Peggy's literally, like, crying. <laughs> she's like, Lair, and she's like, We're, we've all got to go to the hospital. Like, are we going to go? And they're like, we need to eat. Like, just <laughs> chill. And she's, like, she's good. She's really traumatized that, like, people aren't tending to Vicky. <laughs> they're like, she'll be back in... 30 to 45 minutes. We've all been there. Yeah. We've either been her or the friend. I think uh, most of us have. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to point out (laughs) Lydia's jacket here was ringing some bells. And I realized that there had been another person that wore this jacket just last year in Seattle. Yeah? I couldn't believe. Where did this, you get that? It's Simon's jacket. Oh. Simon, shout out to him here. <sighs> Just throwing another gay under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by that. I think that jacket is... I love it. Spectacular. When I first saw this episode, I was like, oh my God, Carrie had that jacket. <laughs> you were shunked. I was shunked. Lydia, Vicky, do you want someone to come with you? Do you want someone to come with you? And then they, you couldn't really hear, but there's literally a shot where she's going down the stairs and she has her hands like this and she's going, <laughs> That's her, that is her safest state, being mm-hmm. under a robe. It's like me when I was like a little yeah. kid and I would wrap up to like run through the house when it was dark because mm-hmm. it's the safest way to be in a dark house. Yeah. Gorgeous. In other news, I don't know if you guys have heard. LA's own Bella Hadid has now minted herself in the Erwan Echelon. A smooth queen. The smooth. This is now the thing. Is like the it girl. The nepotism it girls are all. It's like the old million milkshakes when celebrities used to go and like. It'd be like Jenny McCarthy, and just like. And there was like a red carpet and yeah. a step and repeat for millions of milkshakes, and it was like, but it was somehow also like a huge to do. The gnarliest milkshake ever, and they're yeah. just, they have to be like. Eh. So this is now Haley Bieber did one. Kourtney Kardashian did one and for Poosh. Bella that Hadid. one's no longer served, but Haley's is served. Served Haley's and serving. serving. Mm-hmm. Bella's is a creamsicle flavor. Guys, we're here at Erewhon. We're making our new creamsicle. She's just in the staff. Kim smoothie. We're so excited. I'm obsessed with it. I'm going to have about five today. So I hope you guys No, you're not. No, you didn't. No, you're not. (laughs) You've never drank it in your life. And Kim is here on sale for hopefully forever. We love you and come join us. (laughs) I'm obsessed with her, of all people going... I'm going to have about five today. (laughs) 
a, a bold faced lie. There's actually no need to even say that. You could just say, like, I'm sipping this one and I'm almost done with how much I'm going to have, but I do love it. And everyone would understand. I'll, for some reason, I don't know why, when she said, hopefully it'll be here forever, that really, like, that made me think, like, the world is coming to an end. <laughs> Like, that felt so <laughs> ominous, didn't it? Hopefully we'll be here forever. What does she know? What the fuck does she know? <laughs> What's happening at Erwan? <laughs> Remember when the anti-maskers were, like, taking to Erwan? Yeah. I loved that drama. That was really camp, when they would, like, storm Target. There was one where there was, like, a, a line of them just galloping through the aisles of Target, and it felt like in a high school musical when the cast comes down the aisle <laughs> and they're like come on do it be free <laughs> and everyone's just standing there being like I'm just trying to like smell my horrible breath and like peruse like cleaning like I'm supplies. giving myself a steam facial yeah. with my own breath right now do it come on <laughs> and then like one person takes the mask off and they go yes that was their whole thing. They just wanted people to take their masks just off at, one in the grocery store. Yeah. I'm surprised that more people at Air One didn't, because I feel like there's a really good Venn diagram of like... Anti-vaxxer to Anti-vaxxer Air one. Yeah. and like organic foodie people mm-hmm. being like, nature is our medicine. COVID, yeah, ozone gets rid of COVID. Yeah. I went somewhere once when she was like, oh, you don't have to wear a mask in here. We have ozone. I love... I'd be like, well... Don't mind if I do. We were in Central California, and there were literally wildfires everywhere. The sky was orange, and the, literally a film of smoke. And we walk in, and she goes, oh, it's chill. <laughs> She's like, you don't need to wear a mask. You need to wear a gas mask. Yeah, you need to. <laughs> but lest we forget, Bella is Freaking out. <laughs> Freaking out. The ingredients in the kinsicle. Oh, yeah, she has that kin. It's a kin Erwan collab. But then a creamsicle element feels like no to me. The I'll magic try of, it. The magic of High Road invigorates your mind, giving you a fresh start to the new year. Thank what? you, Vito, and the Erwan team. This is huge. I we g- love being an Erwan. What the fuck? I'm like... <laughs> Something is really weird about all this. All I could think about was, like, the person that texted her this copy the earlier that day and was like, we're posting this on your socials later. Does it sound good? And she's like, sure. Because <laughs> like, she didn't write that. Yeah, I don't fucking care. Do yeah, it. Do it. She's multilingual, though. Bilingual. <laughs> This collection was to die for, no? We're celebrating Pride. <laughs> it was the best, best, best show of all time. Don't mind dirty sneakers, but you better, they better be fresh. Homeboys getting their leg. Get it. Simone, Simone is the best. Simone is the best, no? We're celebrating Pride. The collection is so good. It's to die for, no? <laughs> Wearing a wisp of a... I just love her. I know, me too. She really can do no wrong. No, I love, like, this isn't me being like. When she does wrong, she does right. No, yeah, Bella. Think about is, that. She will always have a fan in me. Oh, yeah. Remember Yolanda's note to her? I'll never forget. I think I've had saved on a hard drive. 
<laughs> Let's hear it, Bella. These are the things that I save on a hard drive. Some people save more nefarious things. I save Yolanda Hadid's <laughs> email to Bella about her dirty Range Rover and that there Bella. was a tampon inside of it. I was shocked. I was shocked. Completely taken aback. Where is my baby girl? I cleaned out your car and there was a tampon. A tampon. <laughs> Does she not want her to, like, develop? <laughs> Well, no, I think when you find, like, a dirty tampon oh, in your yeah. child's car, I think things are bad. Right. That's uh, true. I think that's a 911. Mm-hmm. That's an intervention moment. <sighs> no? <laughs> no? No? Simone is the best. The best. Uh, Do you follow Giacomo on Instagram? He's too hot and it makes me mad because he's <laughs> the hottest gay man. And I'm just, my wires got crossed. I thought he was straight for a long time. <laughs> Guys, don't, 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 don't. And, uh, <laughs> and then I was like, I can't take it. I'm he's not always, following. He's always surrounded by like a group of people and they're always in like Brazil or like the desert. Mm-hmm. Just having a, it's like literally in that scene in Matrix when they're in Zion. <laughs> Let's hear, let them hear us inside. That's literally all his Instagrams is him like. <laughs> Shocking. He's a jet setter. No? No. <sighs> you know who else is a jet setter? Who? Prince Harry. So true. One more. I know everyone's sick of me talking about H. <laughs> but his memoir, I've been hearing, I haven't got, has anyone read it? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, someone. No, faggot, we didn't read it. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Well, I've been hearing snippets on Twitter of his audiobook. He goes in. He's telling all. He telling he, all but telling nothing at the same time. What's that thing brain quote or like that, that site? He said he when found- I saw this on brainyquotes.org. <laughs> I was really moved. I'm like, don't give Why up are you the admitting good. That? Why are you talking like this? Who is letting you do this? But he did say that he went to Courtney Cox's house and they did shrooms, or he did shrooms, and he thought her toilet was a head. I love that that's memoir material. I, I like hearing that. It's not not memoir material, but I'm also like, in what? How did we get here? Like yeah. you're fighting, you're like fighting the biggest cultural battle of your life, but then also simultaneously going to Courtney Cox's house and like tripping so hard that you think a toilet is ahead. Yeah, I want to hear that. Was Megan tripping? I don't know. I Are think... they like druggies? <laughs> they do ayahuasca. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do ayahuasca with either of them. No. No. Just lots of tears. So many tears. Her screaming, H! <laughs> Am I dead, H? Remember when, like, Chelsea Handler went and did ayahuasca with, like, Diablo Cody's husband and Jenny Mullen? And they were just all screaming! You just, like, scream and you're, like, vomiting. Yeah. And then maybe shitting. Someone goes, shitting, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But we're not here to talk celeb news. No, we certainly aren't. We have big fish to fry tonight. We're here to recap. And we're doing something a little different. We're doing something you guys have never heard about. Well, I guess in the terms of the podcast. Yeah. 
<laughs> Someone just goes, oh, oh my, oh. And I just, I got, I was like, I don't want to mislead anyone here. We're recapping Lohan Beach Club. No, I'm just kidding. <sighs> We're talking day, about. What I love to do most on set is play mobile game. <laughs> When you're on set, many people don't know. You have a lot of downtime. <laughs> and the way I like to spend my free time is playing a mobile game. I love to play mobile <laughs> games. Okay. All right. I'd, yeah. That's like a good thing to channel that addictive energy into, I guess. <laughs> I have one more round of Bejeweled. <laughs> it's like, Lindsay, we're inviting you to set. Hold on. No. I'm playing Diamond Mine. I play Diamond Mine. But we're here to, we're taking a trip, not into the distant, near distant past. Kind the near of. distant past, but also keeping things close. Keeping things in the SoCal region. Not exactly Los Angeles, but just a little south. We're going to talk about the Real Housewives of Orange County. Of Orange County. County. <laughs> I realized we didn't come up with like a name for them. You know, like we usually come up with a name, a sassy name. The Orange Juliuses. <laughs> this is the part of the pod that you... Creamsicles? The, the Creamsicles of Orange County. What gay said that? <laughs> that was good. The real Creamsicles of Southern California. I really, like, my mind went right into the gutter. Yeah. <laughs> the real cream pies of Orange County. <laughs> I just couldn't help myself. That's where I go when a creamsicle lingers for too long. Cream, cream pie is the war. It's like I can't. Like me as like a high schooler looking up porn on my family computer. I mean, I was watching straight porn, but like looking for the guys and just being seen. Even then, I was like, this is really funny. Like a cream <laughs> pie. That's like. Yep. Erwan. <laughs> hope we'll be here for eternity. I hope we're here for forever. forever. We're taking it back to season. <laughs> season season 10. 10. Fire signs. The Aries party. Shannon's Aries party. Of the apocalypse. Ever heard of it? <laughs> Ain't nobody feeling like I'm feeling like I'm Is feeling everyone excited you, for VPR? It looks good, right? Yeah. I'm ready. Did you get the tingle? My soul is ready again. Yeah. To deal with those cream pies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine. Here pies. we go again. I'm so I'm partial to cream pies. <laughs> We're serving them now at Schwartz and Sandy's. New me- a menu item on the dessert menu. I mean, I a fluffy I, cream pie. But she would say that and have we, that. We talked about it on the pod, but like, I'm still never not over when Laura and I just were dining there just for fun at Tom Tom, and porn started playing. <laughs> Someone on their iPad that had it plugged into like the aux cord and they were playing like hardcore lesbian porn. And at first I was like, oh, I like this like house music. What's this cool intro to a neat song? He <laughs> and thought. We, and, and we looked over and Lisa was there. And they they made us they made 
them play a sad Sarah McLaughlin cover because she was mourning her mom, I think, or like a memory. No, she was mourning a dog. Oh, okay. Whoa. That was Lisa. (laughs) Don't talk about me. Don't slander my good name. But she was just like, as the porn, I looked over and like, she was just fine. Ken. That's like the best case scenario for a night at Tom Tom. Like if accidentally playing hardcore porn is the worst thing that happens all yeah. night. <laughs> if cream. someone's not on see, cream sickle, oh cream God. pie. The see? orange cream sauce. The orange cre- if someone's not on all fours having violent food poisoning at one of her establishments. <laughs> she's like, life is good. So we start off. Okay, so a little bit of backstory yeah. just to like center. Let's get centered in this moment. A psychic told Tamara, Megan. And oh, wait, Laura, we forgot. What? A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. 
Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who with siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking, ew, digital frames are bleak. But I'm telling you, this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology like barely even understands how to facetime and i said just let me just let me and i set it all up for her i plugged it in i fired up the app i preloaded pictures on it and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps she thinks everyone's spying on her stealing her data and the fact that i was able to break through and she literally loves this frame like loaded it up with pictures of her cat i was like we did it joe Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to... Sexy, Sexy, unique, unique podcast. podcast. The real, real cream, pies cream pies of Orange, Orange County. County. <laughs> okay, okay. A psychic told Tamara, Megan, and Heather that Brooks does not have cancer. <laughs> and Brooks told the ladies after they did a group workout at Cut Fitness that he was stopping chemo and starting resveratrol which is a chemical found in red wine. And he's going to like an alt doctor. He was like, he goes to Heather. He goes, you may know this doctor. Actually, you may know him. He had cancer and he stopped chemo and he cured himself with resveratrol. So that's what I'm going to do. And everyone's like, what the fuck is this man talking about? Like, 
He is the scariest person. And yeah, so he's going to this cancer guy that apparently allegedly cured himself. And that's really all you need to know. And Megan, aka McGain, McGain. has put her Sherlock Holmes detective bra on (laughs) and is getting to the bottom of things. I really have to like, I really appreciated her more on this rewatch than I did before because she really brought, she brought it. She's a businesswoman. Yeah. Like anytime she's addressing anyone that's like, and mostly by anyone, I just mean Brooks or Vicky that's yeah. like ready to explode. She's literally like giving a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. She's like, so then I called and they said this and then you said this. So what I'm wondering is why you would say something like that. And she never has... raises her voice, never gets aggressive. Like, it's incredible to watch. And she's dealing with a lot. She has a... Dealing with... She has an ungrateful bitch stepdaughter. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. And... The worst husband. The worst husband in, of in all In American time. history. So we, this is a little flashback of the previous episode. They're all wearing wigs. And Vicky told Jimmy that his marriage with Megan won't last but four years, which is... Kind of true. Oh, I meant to Google how long their marriage lasted, but I'm pretty sure it was like four or five years. Yeah. Yeah. She She's powerful with her choices of marriage. She's powerful. And I also respected that she was on the show for like three seasons, I think, two or three seasons, yeah. and then just gracefully bowed out, never to be seen again on Rolk. And then married a Biden for like a week. Mm-hmm. Like Joe Biden was at her wedding. Yeah. Powerful stuff. Just giving a little alias. <laughs> That's who that is. I had no Gordon. idea. And most importantly, she's giving. She's a true McGain. I still can't believe that the writer who I of McGain who also did Malignant, so I'm like, I bow. Mm-hmm. She, but they were like, why do you think the gay community has <laughs> felt <laughs> has felt such a kinship to McGain? And she was like. She said something about like, oh well, the little girl in the movie is an orphan and she doesn't have a family and like she went so maybe they feel drawn to being like familyless and like all the and She said <laughs> She said this little girl has lost her family. Then this doll is also brought into the situation. That resonates for a lot of people in the gay community. The idea of found family. I was like, no, we just like cunty psychopaths <laughs> who wear like pea coats and like, we like women that wouldn't like us. Yeah. We like a bitchy little doll that comes in, born to raise hell. And serves. And serves. It's pretty much as simple as that. At first I thought, I was like, this lady really gets it. Like, all, everyone involved gets it. Totally. And then they were like, she's like, I think gays really relate to having dolls and dressing them up in cunty little outfits. Yeah. Gays relate to not having a family that loves them and having a little cunty dog. I was like, saying no. that would have actually been more like in line with why it resonated <laughs> yeah. rather than being like, it's a story about found family. <laughs> that is my found family. Look at her. Gorgeous. She's had a lip lift. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's been. She has. Brow lift, upper bluff, lip lift, buckle fat removal. <laughs> Morpheus 8, four rounds. She got, so, she got like a hair, she got her hairline pulled down, I think. Mm-hmm. She's That's serving. why we like her, because she's yeah. just that. 
She's big eyes. She is. <laughs> so we come up, and Heather is joining McGain at a restaurant that looks like it's like a Marriott restaurant. It's called Splash's Bar. I had a shining moment where... <laughs> This is me seeing, this is me as a high schooler seeing cream pie porn. (laughs) Googling like penis and vagina and then that pops up. This is my dad when the, when they, remember they used to have like IT people come over and fix the family computer and I'd always be like, oh no, because it'd be like racked with viruses. And one time he was like, they found photos of like Arnold Schwarzenegger like lifting in the 70s. <laughs> and like hardcore like straight porn. This is also me downloading a lot of porn on my dad's computer and then them finding it and him confront him being like so I think your brother downloaded a lot of porn. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cut to <laughs> I was like, he sure did. This is, this is also you when you find out a guy is not. <laughs> Me when a guy turns out to be gay <laughs> that I thought was straight. I love her. <laughs> That's what I would do. I would just look right at the camera. <laughs> I'm just trying to enjoy my like lobster bisque at this Marriott. At Splash's Bar. And these people walk Had in. a gorgeous sunset meal. It splashes. Heard. I like the, like, I was more, I mean, obviously the, she's, she's giving. But the backdrop is very, like, regional theater, like, set. Kind of looks like the stage we're on right now. I know. Are we in this? We are, we have become one. Oh, my God. With the timeline. Yeah, Megan, her sh- <laughs> Her Sherlock Holmes monocle <laughs> is instead just a headband. Various headbands. They sit down at Splash's bar and Heather inexplicably knows like the waiter Alfredo incredibly well. And I was like, does she know every service worker in Orange County? She and does. I'm convinced she does. And she wants she wants Megan to know. Ugh, I've known Alfredo for For years. She's like, I think you know I'll have champagne. Champs. Champs? Champs? Megan goes, shard. Shard. I love. Um, McGain's stepdaughter, Haley, that bitch, threw a party (laughs) while Jim and Megan were away and trashed the entire house and got no consequences for it. But I was also like, Megan is the wrong person to be your stepmom because she's going to blast you on fucking... Like, I was like, damn. She's airing a bitch out. Yeah. I was like, I hate Haley, but I also am Haley. Yeah. You and Angie. <laughs> the reflection. Yeah. <laughs> um, I lived that laugh. But meanwhile, as this dinner is happening, they're waiting for Shannon Bador and Shannon Th- Storms Bador. And meanwhile, Tamra and her creepy son <laughs> that she kind of flirts with. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. They have sexual tension. <laughs> But she it's, goes, it's sorry. Yeah, it's done well. Come on. But we all know it is. It's true. But we love them. Tamara says she was like, 
my mom sits in her room and watches reality TV all day long and she needs to get off her house and go on a date. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) so Ryan, Ryan is living at home. The whole family's living at Eddie and at the judges. She's Tamara's just shelled out like 8k for Ryan to move back from Northern California where he was like going to marry his like militia girlfriend. (laughs) They have a new baby. Tamara's a grandma. She's, She's a, a glamma. A glamma. As Renee would say. Seth, no. I hope to be that kind of grandma. Yeah. Maybe. Well, get Tony going. <laughs> so yeah, they have a she has a like a stylist makeup artist friend who's coming to get the mom Sandy ready to go on a blind date with some old guy that mm-hmm. she met on like the Grindr. matchmaker service. <laughs> and I have to say she was giving me Rebecca Newman vibes. Oh, totally. I was like, is this WeWork? Yeah, same energy. I'm so bummed. Fucking goop. Gwyneth is so good. She got that video of them, of her, because her cousins. <laughs> uh, everyone's like, yeah, we know. But she got that interview where she interviewed her cousin for goop about we work and like we school i think she got it like scrubbed from the internet so it's really hard to find it's on a random facebook page and i found it put it on the hard drive (laughs) put it right there with yolanda's email she but it's amazing to see them face to face Mm -hmm. and to see the brimming jealousy of rebecca and the like just cool power that gwyneth has over her but anyway, yeah. everyone's like, okay. <sighs> That's Sandy. Oh, Sandy. Look at those big chairs. Oh. Tamara loves a big chair. Uh, also, those like weird kind of BDSM little hooks on the back of them. Like they look like what's on like a dog leash. Yeah. Very stable. Yeah, it's wholesome vibes. Pony. It's wholesome, wholesome in the home. Pony play. Eddie, Eddie's, I think Eddie and Tamara go to Folsom. I think they have anal sex. Yeah. They said it as much in an episode. Yeah. I'm like, I think they literally, I watched them say it. So they're getting her ready. Sandy is all business with her zebra top and a sensible black pant. I do like her hair. Yeah. Power hair. Should I cut my hair like <laughs> that is That's giving- the next era. It's kind of Mackenzie Davis. It's Terminator Salvation. If I get jacked like Mackenzie Terminator style. Or Dark Fate, sorry. I'll go maybe consider doing a Sandy. I still am never going to get over the fact that me, you, and Simon are the only people that saw Dark Fate in a theater. Justice for Dark Fate, it was actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> she knows. Mackenzie Davis is here. <laughs> She's kind of giving the J-Law hair that you always talk about. It is a little bit, but it's not. It's more like a bowl. It's bold. It's masculine. She, she's it's more wor- masculine than the Kate Goslin haircut. It's a butched up Goslin. Yeah. Ryan's fiance's daughter, whose name is Brooklyn, spelled B-R-O-O-K-E-L-I-N, is just sitting in the background silently, like watching everyone. And I'm like could feel her inner monologue being like i fucking hate my life yeah yeah so shannon finally joins yeah the sun is setting splashes bar and (laughs) shannon bedore rolls into town she shows up like 45 (laughs) minutes late 
And she's like, I want a martini right off the bat. <laughs> Megan goes, oh, oh, you look great. Are you wearing leather pants? And she goes, no, no, they're, they're pleather. They're waxed. They're waxed. They're waxed. <laughs> she's always so flustered. Why is she all flustered up all the time? She's so stressful. We have to give it up for the most iconic, in my mind, housewives tagline of all time, which is, when life gives you lemons, put nine in a bowl. <laughs> that was really good. She, she stole Yolanda's lemon valor. She's more of a lemon head. She's a true lemon head. She's like... To love lemons is to just have them in a bowl. Mm-hmm. Think about that. I wonder if there's a link to like, because Shannon's like Munchausen adjacent. Shannon, Shannon is like always teetering on the edge of a potential fifty-one fifty. <laughs> like if she was in the Victorian era, oh. she would be full yellow wallpaper. Totally. Like they would have thrown her in a sanitarium, taken all her teeth out, shaved her head, and like wheeled her next to a window and been like. <laughs> Mummy succumbed to hysterics after yeah. a long bout of emotional stress. Her aristocratic family just keeping her there. Yeah, but like she, but she's also all about like holistic. No, she's I a, know. She's Erwan. She's she is the Erwan vitamins aisle. So they have a so Shannon's gonna have an Aries party, and she flashes back to when she she's like, you know, Vicky and I we bonded over being Aries, which is like. Aries is a it's a great sign, but it's I feel like there's a lot of Aries, and they're making it sound like it's like this kind of ex- obscure, like oh well, we're Aries. She has this explanation for her party, and she goes, "I'm having a party on Friday because it's the year of the Ram, and I'm Aries, so I'm having a little Chinese inspired party." I was like, "All right, let's boil it down to one of those things, because those are three very different things Not that you her. just brought up." A lot get, of elements at play in the Aries party. We got an incredible flashback to when she and Vicky first met. And Vicky's... The gay that's with Vicky is like... <laughs> Robert Smith from The Cure. <laughs> Look at their matching... That's power. They are goth. That's us. That is us. <laughs> That's literally me and Lauren. If we, if we like, in an alternate reality where we're living in Orange County. I love that. It could be us. They look chic. I, the gay men on this show are always my favorite. They they're are. Like, they're, like, they're twisted. They're fucking... They're <laughs> twisted sisters. And they were like, but they're also vicious. Like, remember when Gina, oh, that gay, like, almost fought for Gina? Remember, she, Tamara's, like, maid of honor gay turned on her and then said Eddie was gay. And yeah. he, like, stood up at her wedding, like, was at the altar. And that- only to just stab her in the back years. I was like, these Orange County gays do it different. <laughs> what have you been through as a gay man to wear that? A lot. A lot. And we respect that. I do. I you know see you're her. an ally when you stand with him, which I do. <laughs> Wait, that I didn't know that about Tamara. Mm-hmm. I forgot that. That's she's literally like these gays. They're trying, they're trying to trying murder to kill me. me. <laughs> Shannon also tries to like 
this is the beginning of her being obsessed with her weight. And every time she goes to a restaurant, she'll just ask the waiter. She'll choose things that are definitely have like calories on the menu. But she'll always ask the waiter. She goes, what does she say? She goes, "Uh, is there Mas Gordo in the halibut or the steak? And she's just always begging, begging for the day that a waiter will say like, there's less fat in the steak than the fish. Like she's living in a world where that might, she might get that answer one day. And every time the waiter's like, you dumb bitch. That's like, get the fish. She's like, Oh, fine. Oh, rats. I'll take it. Have the fish dressing on the side. Like just eat the steak. Eat the fish. Life is too short. Eat the steak. Um, This isn't my fucking plate. (laughs) And then Kelly in the window. Scariest person in America, Kelly Dodd. But also, McGain orders she orders a plate of Brussels sprouts. She goes, "I'll just have the side of Brussels sprouts as my meal." And I was like, "Fuck you!" If I was Shannon, I would have flipped the table. Yeah. <laughs> How are you going to listen to this woman ask if there's mas gordo in the halibut or the steak, and then be like, "I'll just have a side of Brussels sprouts." Thank you. That's cruel. That's McGain behavior. <laughs> I would have jumped into the marina in the back <laughs> if I saw that happening. I was triggered. Yeah. <laughs> That's me Me and Laura when she orders Brussels sprouts. Look at that bitch. So we start getting into the brooks of it all, and Megan reveals that she called, well... The doctor that works is using, and I got the office on the phone, and I said I was referred by a friend... And I have cancer. Wow. To pick up a phone and call Brooks's doctor to find out if he treats cancer patients, that's that's going in, going in deep. <laughs> to pick up a phone. I <laughs> to pick up a phone at all. That's me when anyone says they picked up a phone. Yeah. To pick up a phone and call. That's going in. That's going in deep. She but goes, also, like, I wouldn't go. I was like, yeah, because you're an avoidant. <laughs> her, she, her and Heather are just giving some, like, they're just like. And Megan's face. Like, also, she pretended to have cancer to, like, get info. Like, I'm like, damn. She... You gotta, that's McGain again. <laughs> She's got a little Brooks in her, too. She says, yes, I have cancer, so just wondering about your cancer treatments here at this cancer clinic. And the guy basically was like, I don't treat cancer. I never had cancer. I don't treat cancer patients, he says. Isn't he like a plastic surgeon or something? Like something unrelated to Heather says he used to send patients to Terry, and he was prior to hearing about him curing cancer he was curing cellulite (laughs) she was like what a career but shannon had set brooks up with a great doctor because she has all the doctors yeah in her and they go apparently she called vicky called shannon and was like brooks has cancer can you help us please help us and so shannon called like the doctor and was going to set up an appointment for Brooks and called him to tell him about it. And he said, I'm already on my way. I'm on my way there right now. I'm having an appointment, which was a lie. And then someone goes, 
wait, so what happened? She goes, well, he was on his way to see the doctor, but then he got two flat tires. <laughs> and you can see her wheels spinning. Being like, I've been totally hoodwinked. But then again, she's like, would never pick up a phone. No. I think Shannon has carries around a rotary phone. <laughs> At all, and like tries to text on it. She has like one of those like early phones where you had an earpiece and a, another piece. Hello. Stop. Yeah. Did you have to like hit it? When whenever there's a phone call in the Bedore house, everyone stops and they look, and you hear it ringing. She goes, "Stay still. It can't see you if it when it's making noise. If you're still, girls, and they go just in the wait room. for it to stop. Go in the safe house. And they all run down." So yeah, Brooks is literally a Flannery O'Connor character. Yeah. He's like, when I hear him, I hear like funeral mute, like do 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 Like he's like, hey. He's sinister in that soft southern drawl of his. He's literally like bi- traveling snake oil Bible salesman who's coming to like steal your doubloons. I'm obsessed with him Go it with the move of her being like i got you an appointment i talked to this doctor yeah. well i'm already on my way I'm on my-, I'm on my way there right now what do you know and then being like <laughs> oh no i got, oh, I and got then two being- flat tires i can't make and it. then her being like oh her being like that's a shame but also well just- goodbye <laughs> but also just being like wouldn't you know he's already going there was, what a- it- and that was a fluke wow that was a real fluke wow <laughs> How about you know, that? It's time for uh, Sandy's date. Marty. Okay, Marty's a red um, flag. Go with me here. Listen, I said I'd Marty's fuck Fred hot, Durst. Yeah, I'd. I, I would rather describe- fuck Marty than current Fred Durst. I almost called him Frank Durst. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm. You don't have to. There's no shame. I literally said. I uh, know there is none. I'd allow Fred Durst to like skull fuck me <laughs> <laughs> before Woodstock '99. So anything you say is going to be better than that. No, because he was at his peak. Yeah. I'd argue Marty's at his peak right now. Marty's are he, Marty has never. He's yeah. Well, he's. They said they. He comes and he's like, I take it you're Sandy. <laughs> yeah, I wrote Sandy's a lucky gal. and he sits down and he's like so she's like so do you have any kids he goes no i'm the kid and i was like red flag (laughs) if like an 89 year old man is saying that to you on your first date that's when i turned that's when i turned on marty i was like marty i like you but i just feel like we're in different places in life She's like, and you can feel the, the chill going down Sandy's spine. And he's like, is that your daughter? And she goes, yeah, that's my daughter. And he goes, she's gorgeous. <laughs> he goes, as you are. <laughs> and I was like, Marty, you fucked up again. <laughs> Strike two, Marty. <laughs> this is Sandy and Marty. I'm still, I can't get over Jane Fonda's bump it. That wig. That wig. It's serving. She looks like Lala. <laughs> she looks like Lana Del Rey. <laughs> That's Lana Del Rey, like fully leaning into like Norm trad. 
Mono should write a song for 80 for Brady. Yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> The like the soundtrack, like the single of yeah. eighty for Brady, is a Lana tune. Wow, God. She also looks like um Charo. <laughs> she is giving a little bit of Charo. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna see eighty for Brady? Okay, we didn't get McGain past the two billion mark, but the good news is. We can try try again with 80 for Brady. Yeah. This movie's going to make $900 million. <laughs> what, what will the writer say is the reason that the gays turned out for 80 for Brady? There's a sense of friendship in their older age because gays, as we know, d- don't find companionship except in a mm. romantic way, but with their friends. Sometimes, in, romantically, it doesn't work out for gays historically, so they have no choice but to lean on their friends as they age. A sis- it's a real sisterhood, as they would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is also us when we're, like, 80. Yeah, I hope. I'm Lily. They have more energy than I do. You are. You're excited to be here. Sally Field. <laughs> I'm either going to be Sally or Jane. It really, these next 10 years are going to be the make it or break it of whether I go Sally or whether I go Jane. I'm living for Sally. Yeah. She's always, oh, I just, I would be, I want to be Sally. Sally? I want to be Sally. (laughs) Sally? So Tamara and Ryan sit down to, like, flirt. And, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> to flirt over chips and guac and margs. And, to, and they're, they're, they're kind of, like, babies chaperoning Sandy's date, which is sweet. But Ryan's kind of, like... He's having marriage problems. Or, no, he's not even married. He's having relationship problems. Which I'm like, you don't say. Situationship problems. Yeah. But he's basically, like, you will give me a house. He said... He because now I didn't have has a, good child. a child and a fiance with three daughters. Are they really? Things in a are really different. She's a gun dealer. I mean, she was like, she's like a gun enthusiast. She was like in the gun business. She's like that say. Russian operative. Who like, <laughs> Mar- what's her name? She's Lord of War. Maria Butina should be a real housewife. Yeah, she's um. She's really into guns. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. But then she loses her job. And Ryan has <laughs> is like finds himself in like Rosewood, California with like four children essentially and a wife to be and he's like, "Wait, why did I do any of this?" Did she get like fired? I don't know what happened. I wouldn't want to be working with but her. But that's why they <laughs> were like moving fired. back. No. <laughs> She's like, "Fuck." <laughs> I'm pray for all those colleagues. So they're, she, he's basically like, look, we didn't have the best life when I was a kid. And he makes Tamara cry. And I think this is the thing he does. He kind of guilts her for like being a young mom. and like. But I'm like, she did well for herself. Yeah, she's killing it. And he's just like, you will give me a house. Mm-hmm. And Eddie's like, I'm not going to pay for another grown man's life. Yeah. Eddie, the only sensible person on this show. This is Tamara wants, yeah, Tamara wants them to go to church too. She believes that church will solve all their problems. She goes, she goes, what about the church? 
I really think that if you go to the church, it'll open up your mind to a lot of new things. It's like not no, but like that's no, that's no, no, yeah. that's not the answer right now. Look how beautiful she is. This is my favorite Tamara move when she cries and turns her head. It doesn't take much for Tamara to cry. She's kind of like method. She's she thinks of something. Someone says something she doesn't like, and then she thinks back to like a cadre of memories that trigger the tears. She's Stella Adler. She really is. Shannon's Aries party prep is underway. Wow. This is literally like a she tented. She's tented the flower budget alone. Sold. Yeah, there is like there are like 200 people in this house right now. No, but that's staff. But then someone takes Shannon aside and goes, "How many people are in the guest list? Like, what is it? Like 35?" And she's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "This was a party for 35 people." It was kind of giving me like, you know, on the era we're in of reality TV now, where all parties have like three people because of COVID, mm-hmm. and it looks it's uh, it's giving like I was a little bit triggered. I was very triggered. Where it's like a big warehouse and there's five people mm-hmm. and all the staff has to wear masks. The new housewives era. And yeah. Oof. Ten women gather and scream at each other <laughs> while all the service people sweat under their masks. <laughs> Let's hear it for them. So Shannon's getting glammed. I just I was so like I loved her makeup person. <laughs> Her shoulder tat. It's really I want, good. I want her story. I know. I like that she knows how to like really handle Shannon's oh, yeah. beauty. Yeah. Come on, sit down. She goes, what do you want this time? And Shannon goes, I want what, what I had last. She goes, okay, okay, come on. What's that restaurant where everyone like you wear those like dick hats? Dicky dicks? Dickies. Dickies. <laughs> and everyone they like and they like yell at you. Oh. Dicks. Dirty dick, whatever. There was one in Chicago, I feel, where they're, like, purposely rude to you. I think Shannon purposely hires rude glam. It keeps her on her toes. Keeps her on her toes. I like that. Shannon goes, you know, I'm an Aries, and I really relate to that, because it's a lot of fire, a lot of alpha, a lot of personality. (laughs) She's fuging. Yeah. This is right before, like, the really bad times. Yeah. This is, like, the storm is brewing. Yeah. Um... We cut over to Brooks and Vicky. I just, he's so... Taking all the, like, cancer faking and everything aside, you don't think that Brooks is just... He is the kind of attractive guy. Really? Thank you. Finally, some yeses. I... He's ha- he's like handsome in a oh he is if you come if on you, oh if someone said oh my shut no, up. come on fuck you if someone told you that this man was like a tech billionaire yeah oh all right well the tables have turned I guess how easily we fall for billionaires that's all it took I'm. I'll remember this. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, everyone here is like, we hate billionaires, but then like, one wants to date you, you're singing a different tune. 
So while they're getting ready... <laughs> Jimmy's hot. <laughs> he has gay face, though. Come on. He's a gym... He's crunch. Like a gym rat. Yeah, crunch. He's crunch fitness. He's gold's gym. Like, you'd see him in, like... He's a gold's gym gay. Yeah, he's a steam room gay. He's a bit 24-hour fitness. Ooh. A little bit. No, he's too hot. If for he was on a bed. <laughs> As someone who used to go to 24-hour fitness. He'd be the hottest guy in 24-hour fitness on a budget. Yeah. He came in just to, like, see what's going on. Yeah. He needed, like, a late-night pump sesh. <laughs> and his gym, Gold's, was closed. Gold's! Gold's! No! <laughs> Renee. No. No. When Vicky is getting ready with Brooke, she goes, oh, lipstick, keys. Do I need mace? <laughs> she might. She's fresh off of her Oklahoma trip to see Brianna where they've had a fight about Brooks while a pug watched. <laughs> you are her. They fought indoors, and Vicky was like, this cannot be on camera. And then <laughs> you look down, and there's just a pug, like, wagging its tail, like, looking at both of them. God, Brooks is tearing this family apart. For years. I didn't realize how long their relationship went on. I didn't realize that it started in season seven. Yeah. Brooks was there the night that Sarah Winchester ate the He sure topping. was. He sure was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brooks was there for 9-11. Brooks was there... <laughs> He's always been there. He was at JFK's assassination. He was in, like, the, the wards of the Spanish flu. If you keep going back, there's, there are photos of him. He's shining vibes Jack Torrance. Yeah. Yeah. Eternal return. The quiet rage that simmers underneath. He's seen it all. He's, he, he's, like, a thousand years old. Yeah. This is the face of a warlock. Very Stephen King. He is. 
He's always fuging in a corner. So while Megan and Jimmy are getting ready, Megan discloses. He, by the way, he is such an asshole. Like, he couldn't be less into being in her presence at any time. It's really sad. It's sad. And she's like, oh, well, she's like, well, guess what I did? And he's like, what? He's like, what? He's like, she goes, I contacted one of Brooks's ex in Mississippi. And it turns out my sorority sister lives in the town, the small town in Mississippi that this woman who dated Brooks lives in. So I had her put me in touch with her. And then I called her and was like, what do you know about Brooks? And the woman said, all I can say is I dated him. Yeah, McGain did some digging and found two like bl- comments on a blog. She literally did the work and like sussed out this woman and was like, "Where, what, who, what, where, when, Brooks?" And then this woman would not give up the goods and then immediately called Brooks. What does he have? Just the best dick game. I think he does. That's why I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Because these women go crazy for him. Even they Vicky. put up with the lies, and then they will have his back when McGain comes calling. They tattle. Yeah. She, and Vicky's demeanor when she's around him is just like super. She's super. so horny and sexed up. It's like she's just like. it's. She's liquid sex around yeah. <laughs> Jim is basically like, don't, basically don't do that again. I will not allow that. And Megan's like, well, I'm going to do more. Yeah. I'm- He's Jeremy Renner. <laughs> Doesn't he kind of look like Jer- David? Yeah, he does. Prayers up for Jeremy. Oh, make a full recovery. He's doing great. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> I thought you were coming up here. <laughs> Renner's here. He goes, I'm all better. We go, woo! Shannon's so- Aries party is insane. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, that out, that look. This is a cool guy. Dark. This is a guy that you would see <laughs> when I used to go to like Atlantic City. <laughs> what? This, I'm a fr- guy I'm... letting his hair down in Atlantic City is this vibe. But that would be the guy at the cl- like those dark wa- those dark denim, the square toed shoes. Yeah, he is kind of daddy. Yeah, he is. He's cool. He's there by himself. He's letting his hair down at the he Aries is. party. He's ready to fuck. He's ready to fuck. <laughs> Too bad there's 35, 34 people to choose from. He's just, he's just been there, I think. He came, he came first. Aww. Oh, supportive king. He's probably like a terrible guy, but we're like, oh. He's like a widower. Oh, no. I feel like. Fuck. That's what I just feel. I don't know. That's the vibe I got. But he's Sh- cool. Yeah, Shannon's like, oh, there, there's... Greg. There's Greg. <laughs> there you are, Greg. Oh, we love... He always comes... He's like part of the family. He hangs out. Greg. You're here early. Lizzie. Blink and you'll miss her. <laughs> <laughs> She's... Uh, <laughs> you know that meme where it's like the girl like comes into frame really quick and leaves? <laughs> Blink and... Okay, no. Some, yeah, a few gays are... They hear it. Deep her husband. I, her husband's so hot. He looks like Scott Speedman. They're hot together. She's yeah, gorgeous, but blinking you'll miss her. I mean, 
But yeah. everyone's admiring Shannon's dress at one point, and they're like, "Wow, this dress!" Like Tamara comes in, she's like, "Look at you with a booty," and Shannon goes, ah, "When you think of China, don't you think of ribbons flying in the wind? That's what this dress is made of. It's vintage and all ribbons." I was like, "Again, what? Like, i that is not where my mind goes when I think of China." The galaxy brain. Yeah. That's what they think, though. Yeah. So they're Shannon reminisces, thinks about China, a place she might have never been to, and just pictures ribbons all in the wind. I'm gonna wear my ribbon dress tonight. She. <laughs> she's, she's. She is Tanya one. from White Lotus. She is. She really is. Yeah. Is he cheating on me? She cheated on me. <laughs> yeah, I wanna I wanna go to the spa. She goes, get yourself an Aries teeny. <laughs> There's Aries teenies. What? She's on like a cocktail or something, and I love it. Yeah, me too. Jim and Megan enter. This is You're waving at no one. <laughs> Did you hear that? goes you're waving to no one <laughs> that's kind of a sleigh though of a read yeah he's like a little bit i'd kind of say that to someone if i was like you're waving to no one if i really wanted to be like that bitch on that night i could see myself delivering a you're waving to no one just no point to it but you're just like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna read on this wave parade yeah just keep him keep him humbled mm-hmm. um Megan brings Fireball, and apparently Fireball is, like, the most precious commodity in Cream Pie County because <laughs> all the women, she goes, I brought Fireball because it's, like, fire and it's Aries and, you know, Shannon's an Aries, so I just want to, like... And then Shannon goes, no! <laughs> what? She's so touched. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> Fireball. Yeah, M- McGain's telling everyone about. Hi. Oh. How are you? This is beautiful. Oh. It is. McGain she is so suspicious. <laughs> it's very think... thoughtful. She's touched, but it's also like Has she poisoned me? <laughs> she Megan is literally like the star of a corporate conference in like a conference room at a Bonvoy hotel. Yeah. She's a Bonvoy gay. She is a Bonvoy gay. Let's hear her for Bonvoy. She yeah she's she works for the State Department. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Heather's serving earrings. I love Heather. God, I love her. I love her. She, Heather, every day when I'm like feeling overwhelmed, I'm like, Heather would be okay. Heather can do it all. Yeah. I can do it all. Every morning when I hook my boob bag, I think you feel he- like Heather Dubrow. Heather would be great at this. Yeah. 
everyone's talking about Brooks and Vicky and how Megan had reached out to Brooks's ex. And then after the ex reached out to Brooks to tattle on McGain, then Brooks texted Jim being like, you need to get your bitch wife under control. (laughs) So we head over to Casa de Vicky. Look at her. This is it. noir. <laughs> I love this black limo. She's all Who takes her a limo. Boots look so good. Vicky's no, peak hotness in season ten. Her swooped hair. Her her blowouts are so sleek. Her tits are on fire. They're having explosive sex. Yeah. Like this is a woman that's getting dicked down ten times a day. <laughs> yeah. And her fur, oof. Just sexily doing your Blackberry emails in the limo with your cancer faker boyfriend (laughs) on a way to the Aries party. In a black limo. God, life was so good then. Look at the, I love this, the the glass, always working. Um, Just one more. I'm a very passionate person about my beliefs. Somebody's going after my kids, my man, my business. They're going to get the wrath of Vicky. They're going to get the wrath of Vicky. If someone's going after my kids, my man, my business. That orange. No, do not even dare. Don't ever come for Kodo Insurance. Do you know before I deleted my Facebook, I was I realized I was in the Kodo Insurance Facebook page. <laughs> I was a member of the group. Whoa, you could have infiltrated. Which is insider. <laughs> what was, was new at Kodo? What was the latest? I don't I, I like didn't I just realized I was like, oh I'm part of the Kodo. <laughs> you like liked it and then are suddenly in the group no, for I, life. I joined it. Yeah. <laughs> there was a consciousness. I was also friends with Alex McCord and Simon on their like <laughs> private Facebook pages. How about Alex coming in for Girls Trip? Girls Trip season four. Will we even survive it? It's going to be so good. That's an MVP cast. Vicky, McCord, Eva, Phaedra. Camille, Tamara. Gretchen. Gretchen! Gretchen, who's always looked like Jane Fonda in 80 for Brady. She has. She always has. Her little doo-wop hair. How does someone, how is someone both like 35 (laughs) and 78 at the same time? Um, God, I just, I I rewatched the clip when Alex comes. Stomping down the stairs. And and Luann goes, whoa, whoa, oh my God, what is, sounds like a wildebeest coming in here. She was, like, doing cabaret back then. She was preparing. Her whole entire life was leading up to where she is now. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous what? to think about. Just look at this. This is, like, Nightcrawler. It is. The cinematography in the back of this limo. Look at, look at how... Oh. I want this, like, framed. I want this tattooed on my ass. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't he look like, okay, doesn't he look like Will Patton, that character actor? Yes. Who's like in like Yellowstone, he's in like Armageddon. That is Brooks. Is he in Independence Day? Yeah, no. He was in the Mothman Prophecies. Hmm. Anyone see that? 
Not my radical mom and gays. Only gays had seen that. Laura Linney. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, number 37. No? Okay. I wrote... Chapstick. That was a gay movie. It was, clearly. <laughs> Mothman is a faggot. <laughs> He's a cocksucker. I love he him. Sucks dick for chapstick. Chapstick. Have you seen it? I did, but it, it didn't move me one way or the other. Deborah Messing is in it, playing an insane part, like a very bit part of Richard Gere's late wife, and she is absolutely going balls to the walls. Like, this was like at the height of her fame, too, and she did this movie, and it just was like, what? Deborah came to set ready to work that day. She was working so hard, and she's like communing with the other side, and it's, it needs to be rewatched. Okay. Why did um, I write Austin Butler should play Brooks? <laughs> I think because the accent, it's like he has that kind of southern accent. So if he just keeps that and then takes the voice up a little bit. How old is that man? Who? Austin? Austin. Ageless, much like one Brooks. No, he's like, I think he's like in his 40s. I'm he's kidding. Like, <laughs> Oh, Gary. Oh, Gary. <laughs> no, but he has like, he's like very like. Old soul. Um, old soul. Didn't see my family for four years. And when I did see them, I was Elvis. <laughs> Janelle Monet is Once like, you go okay. Elvis, you're <laughs> Elvis for life. He's not ever. He'll never be Austin again. Boz Lerman is going to call him once a week and be like, are you, hey? Are you still Elvis? Uh, thank you, thank you very much. Yeah. This is—he's like a little wind, windburn. He's—he's he's a sailor. He has a sunglasses tan. He was like burying something in the desert. Yeah. He's giving me dirty John. Does he just tan all day? I'm so yeah. mad at him for doing what he did to my queen, Vicky. He robbed her love tank. <laughs> they enter the party and Shannon just goes, oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> this is Vicky. She's serving Sean Young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're in debt. This is very Blade Runner. Downtown. Yeah. DTLA. It's so programmed when she leaves town, man. This is just, this is just like, this is what straight guy. Th- okay. This is men. This is men. Just, this is this a is movie men called joke. Men Talking. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Oh my God. Carrie. <laughs> just push that and push the arrow. This? Yeah. It's so programmed when she leaves town, man. When everything is just handled. The girls are the girls are in Tahiti, and I text him just to kind of give him. <laughs> and I go, hey, how's it going? Because I know what he's doing every day. He's up at three, surgery botched, this other stuff. I go, how's it going? Long days, and then they come home to the kids. He goes, the sex message back was, I have kids? Question mark. <laughs> and I literally was like, can you hear For your consideration, Jim men Edmonds. talking. <laughs> men talking. 
Directed by Sarah Poli. Yeah, Eddie just... Eddie's just trying to get his macros in. He's silent for this whole party. He, he stays is. out of the fray, and he comes to set to eat. He's eating pad thai and mm-hmm. just, like, listening to men. Men gabbing. Men. Men laughing. So, Vicky and Brooks basically beeline to Megan and Jim when they get there. Shannon greets them, and Vicky's, like, being overly effusive about the decorations. And she goes, oh, this looks amazing. It's beautiful. And Shannon goes, it's all about theories. (laughs) (laughs) She's so on edge. Because she knows what's coming. Yeah. She's like. She knows that Brooks is a liar. So Brooks, he's like, I'm going to go over there right now and just settle the school right now and talk to them as a couple. Jimmy has made it known to me that he does not want to be a part of petty bullshit. Oh, wait. Don't ever put me in that situation again. Did you say, I can do whatever I want. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I can do whatever I want. So zip it. Okay, that was gay. Gay. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. So zip it. Zip it. You're like, okay. I'll see you later. She kind of is like a, a woman that ma- a gay man would marry. Yeah. Just like very like... Model-y, statuesque. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk about it, anything. Then I'm saying... So, <laughs> Brooks beelines over to Megan and Jimmy and is like, could we as a couple invite you to come talk to us? Because can I visit with you and your husband for just a few minutes? I guess. Sure. So, I'm sad that Kelly Dodd never interfaced with Brooks because she oh, would have ripped gone... him to fucking yeah. shreds. His biggest enemy, his biggest arch nemesis, cosmic God knew that Brooks couldn't handle. God no. only gives you what you can handle. <laughs> and the big guy upstairs was like, Brooks cannot take this. No. And Vicky, Vicky is loving this because she hates Megan so much because Megan's like young. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> she goes, come sit down. Come, oh, you can sit close. We don't bite. We're good people. Yeah, they're loving it. They're like they're, lo- they're, they're so smug. Yeah, they're so smug. They're sitting in like a parlor. They really think that they like ha- have like the perfect retort to all of Megan's shenanigans. And I'm like, with every passing minute, you dig yourselves into a bigger and bigger and bigger hole. Megan is quietly dominating up you. the score. Yeah, she has like the Venn diagrams. <laughs> Guys, listen. To not talk about anything, then I'm saying to myself, she has defamed my name. You're saying I'm crazy. You are. You told my husband. <laughs> you are. You told me that I'm a mean girl. Okay. You told my husband. So then you go after that. Books. You feel sorry for him for being with me, and that you gave us four years. Jim, talk to me in five years when you're divorced. You are. You are. You are. Brooks is just like the bald face lie. Like he is just not backing down and he's doubling down on Megan and just being like, you would go to someone from my past. It's odd to me that you take something from a blog and reach out to my ex-girlfriend. He was from a blog. 
And then, he's so preacher. He's preacher energy. But also he's like, she she was defaming me on a blog because we... And I'm like, what normal person has their exes... Well, this is LA. Maybe this is... But, <laughs> but what normal... Has someone writing blogs about... Like, this is when the the flags are red. You know what I mean? And he's like, she was just salty oh. about a time of us... On the blog. On the blog. Vicky goes, Jim, do you think it's odd? It's odd. It's odd. Of course it's odd. She always goes through Megan to go to Jim, too. Yeah, and Brooks goes... It would be the lowest of the low to fake cancer. But right there with it is to suggest somebody would. I was like, you're fucking crazy for saying this. To sit and say, that's in his like one-on-one interview. And he's also really hung up on that they consulted a psychic. And he's really, because I think Brooks is, his biggest fear in life is psychics. Because... <laughs> And he's like constantly being like, and then you went to this some psychic, some witch doctor. Psychics and, this... and blogs, my <laughs> greatest fear. By the way, this is a psychic in question. He has 300 something Instagram followers. I thought things would pop off a lot more for him. Andrew Tate. This, he kind of looks like Andrew Tate. He kind of does. The blogs and the psych. This is how Brooks talks about psychics. <laughs> And blogs. Gargoyles, psychics, everything. Megan goes, I'm a lover of knowledge, and knowledge is power. And Brooke goes, Well, thoughts and prayers, that's all I ask. Can't you give him love and prayers and thoughts? Vicky reiterates. Jim is just like, Are you thinking about his next his, wife? He's like, When will I get divorced? <laughs> He's like, I'm going to date a mute next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to date someone even taller. <laughs> a tall mute. Or they're so tall when they talk, their voice yeah. travels over everyone's head. You can't even hear them. <laughs> they're in the clouds. So then... I will continue to ask questions about cancer until there's a cure. Then why don't you become an oncologist and find the cure? Snap. This is Megan when she says that line. I will continue to ask questions about cancer. <laughs> Vicky, why don't you become an oncologist and find a cure? Megan goes, maybe I will. <laughs> I love that. I, I wish so. she had taken the troll all the way. She's <laughs> like <laughs> 13 years into like her medical school and like residency journey. And she's like, just so you know, Vicky, I just landed a residency at UCLA. So I'm on my way to becoming an oncologist to find a cure for cancer. Every year she checks one, in. She gets one phone call. <laughs> it's like Shannon with the phone. <laughs> she's like, year three, pretty soon I'll be an attending physician working for uh, the chief lymphoma person at the place so almost an oncologist just wanted to give you an update she writes out like a handwritten updated christmas card every year <laughs> just her like and at, at the residency being like with her stethoscope <laughs> she's in the lab <laughs> it's like that picture of ivanka with the the, the test tubes yes. Yes. <laughs> yes i'm so glad people are knowing like these like yeah then Brooks has something unforgivable. <laughs> Megan asks him, 
did he or did he not say that Jim told him that they've been together for four months and two months have been good and the rest <laughs> have been bad. And Brooks is like, I, ne- I never said that. I did not say that. And she goes, well, then who did? Tamara told me you did. And he goes, consider the source. Ooh. And Tamara Judge will not have no, that kind of slander. Consider the source. Well, meanwhile, Tamara's still frozen <laughs> from the fireball. It's like she's waiting to get, like, press played. <laughs> Tamara also earlier in the night threw a drink on the ground by accident. Yeah. She just smashed she's a l- cocktail glass on the ground. So that's just there. She's lit. She's lit. Outside, Jim goes, you have to stop. <laughs> and Megan says this. You can't stop her. Unstoppable. So then... (laughs) Tamara gets dragged into it. And she immediately wants to go, like, she gets told, like, basically is accused of lying and making up this thing that... Consider the source. Consider the source. So she's, like, going right to the source, which Mm -hmm. is Brooks. So I have a very small question for you. You said consider the source. Yeah. Are you talking about me, lying? No. Listen, I wasn't there. You I know just what said I didn't consider say. the source. What the f*** does that mean? I'm going to do this. What? What does it mean, Brooks? I'm going to do this. What does it mean? <laughs> I'm your biggest you. supporter. What do you mean? Now all of a sudden, consider the source if I'm lying? I didn't say that. What did you say? Consider the source. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean, obviously. I'm not going to Why do don't you give a straight answer for one time in your f***ing life? He makes he's trembling. He is. No one can stand up to Tamara's rage. No. I love these. This is like a painting. <laughs> you have that. to stop. You have to stop. Jim to Oh, oh they're telling me to stop. <laughs> Carrie. I go, you have to stop. You have to stop. You have to stop. This ends tonight. This is beautiful. I can't get over this. Eddie's Heather just basically in... said two things this whole episode. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a very Heather no, but she's, heavy. She's but doing she's, the work. She's doing the work. She goes, fucking... ah, I can't even say hi to her. I can't even say hi. Look at them in the background. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the cover of a book. This is women talking. Women talking? Women talking. This is, is women this. talking. All women, women talking. Let's just... hear it for women talking. Ah, for the women. Women we love talking. Women talking. <laughs> <laughs> My entire that. life revolves around women talking. I just love them in the background. Be careful. Be careful. I'm fine. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I got my tubes. <sighs> the fight continues. It's a quiet night in Dana Point, wherever the fuck they are. Consider the source. Consider the source. What is the source? What is the source? I'm the source. 
source. You are the source. No, actually, Vicky's the one that gave me that information. Okay. And now you're saying yeah. that I'm the bad one? Yeah. I didn't say that. He did you say it or not? Did Stop you say it? it? Did he? Did he? Stop Stop it. It. No, no. You're acting like a fool right now. I'm not acting like a yes, fool. He said consider the source yeah. as if I was twisting the truth. No, I was no, afraid to like Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. If somebody said, Vicky said. <laughs> Hiding behind a heater. I love Vicky going right up to her going, you're acting like a fool. You're acting like a fool right Stop now. It, Tamara. I love it Tamara. when <laughs> Vicky's voice gets like silent like that. And you know that she knows that she's wrong. And she, but she's trying to be like cool yeah tamra you're acting like a fool right now tamra 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 also, vicky's the one that said it originally <laughs> yeah. and she's basically pissed that tamra's like not she's like why would you betray me like that where's your loyalty tamra tamra stop it tamra you're stop acting it. like a fool right now stop it she's giving like mom in church mm-hmm. like when you're at church the mom who's embarrassed mm-hmm. more embarrassed than the fool yeah stop it stop or your friend's mom that has is allowed to discipline you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Stop it. <laughs> that happens. No, I know. <laughs> I'm not denying your reality. <laughs> hey. Hey. So basically, everyone's watching. It's really bad. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh my god, guys, this is like, listen. Use the arrows. I'm using the arrows. It's just a lot more of this. I think we have to wrap it up. We do. Well, we have one, we have one jump scare. We have one jump scare, yeah. I know, I don't Back want to either. Back in the day, let's say, you know, you couldn't do these sort of things and take it seriously as I know. Hello, I sold a diaper. Any- <laughs> I miss this face. Oh this is McGain vibes. This is truly McGain. They should put McGain in this wig for the next one. She is one. McGain. She is. Holy fuck. I'm sorry, but justice for Rinna. Yeah. Thank you. We're going to miss Thank her. Thank you. And everyone, you know, you can say the whole like. When happy... next season flops hard and, and you're you know feeling it a, just a lonely pang. Call her back. Yeah. Get her back. So, guys, before we wrap, we have one special treat. Oh, we do have a special treat. I wish. I said, what if we released Tony in this room with all the doors closed? It would be the happiest day of his entire life. It would be a a great moment. I should have had Mango come as a service dog. Mango would be good. Tony would lose his fucking shit. He'd run up to every single one of you. It'd be great for him. <laughs> so I just want to know. I want to. We'll discuss really quick. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. We want to know in this room right now, who is the biggest McGain in Los Angeles, aka in the Dynasty typewriter right yeah, now? Yeah. Who's the biggest McGain? Who has the most McGain energy in the room? Preferably someone closer to the stage. <laughs> well, you. I- I see a friend I see who's a pointing out oh, a McGain. This is a, you don't actually, it's just a good thing. It's just like you're a McGain. I love a friend going, you're just sitting there, you're like, it's not me, I'm not McGain. I'm, there's nothing about me that has ever the, been McGain not, in my life. You are the McGain of your never friend have group. done a McGain. And your friend's like, 
Come on, it's, it's really for just being like a sleigh. <laughs> You're like, it's a really yes. good thing. Come on up. We have a little prezi for you. Oh. Oh, Gary. No. 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 Come on up. Careful. Give it up. What is your name? Monse. What is your real name, though? Monse. No, no, no. Monsane. McGain. McGain. She's starting. Thank you, Monse. Queen. Thank you. Let's hear it for Monse. Let's hear it. Love your jacket. Guys, this was incredible. Thank you for putting Thank up with my... Thank you so much. You guys came out. You laughed. You cried. You clapped. You cheered. We McGain's. Thank we you. I Thank you for putting up with my PowerPoint <laughs> You were great. You were great. Um, guys, we're going to be here next week. Same time, same place. Who's coming wanna... next week? Who's coming next week? This is what That's a what residency we love to hear. is. That's what it means. Two shows in, at Janu- <laughs> in January is what any residency should be. Yeah. Two shows one week apart. You a know, classic they, residency. They say in this industry town, January is kind of like a uh, month, but not right now. Not for us. We're boots to the ground We're right to off the, the bat. Ground. So be here next week. Guys, guys, we love you so we'll much. We'll see you then. We love you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming. Keep on rolling, baby. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.